This is Benjamin Linus. I'm one of the good guys. You're listening to the Lost Initiative, Sky One's official Lost podcast. Namaste. Previously on Lost. Are you ever going to take us off this island? No. I know who you are, boy. I know that everything you had, you took from me. We have to go back! You come here to kill me, Benjamin. I'm here, Charles, to tell you that I'm going to kill your daughter. This is the Lost Initiative from Sky One. We changed the world. Losties and welcome to the Lost Initiative. I'm Ian Lee and you've downloaded the very best guide to episode 10, Something Nice Back Home. The Lost Initiative with Ian Lee. I'm joined as always by Paul Terry, editor of the official Lost magazine. Good to have you here, Paul. Hello, sir. And Geeky Tom is not here again for two weeks running. This he's is... not bothered to get off his backside and turn up. Is he still in Sheffield? Do we no, know no. that? Apparently he's well, apparently he's sick. But right. I, I, I know for a fact he got an Xbox and Grand Theft Auto this week. But Interesting. We, we're going to start the, the, the show. We, we've never started like this before, but we have an email uh, complaining about his behaviour last week. It's from Dwayne in Cork. <laughs> I've not read this yet. It's genuinely right. the first time I've read it. Okay. From Dwayne. The fact that Geeky Tom would rather be in Sheffield with a mate for bacon sarnies not only upsets me, but leaves me quite disappointed. Six weeks since we last heard him, he could have had a whole rack of pork-filled sandwiches in that time, but no, <laughs> he chose to do it when he knew he had to be back. Yes, we all lead lives outside of these podcasts and TV shows. However, there were many people depending on Geeky Tom to lend us his assistance and review of Lost. Then, after complaining about his credit, he makes ultimatums and threatens to hang up. I'm sorry to say he completed the latter in the most unattractive fashion. Unless I get an apology from Geeky Tom, I'm afraid I won't be able to get by the situation and the sound of his voice in my head will forever be expecting to hear a dead connection tone following it. Dwayne, you have my sincerest apologies. Tom, as we say, isn't here this week. He claims to be sick. Can we dial Tom's number? Tom doesn't know we're going to phone him, so whether he answers or not, I don't know. But we'll, we'll, we'll put your complaint to him, uh, Dwayne, and we'll, we'll see what he has to say. How surprising. He's, oh. he, he's got an Xbox this week. It's, it's, oh, oh, it's, oh, it's hang ringing. On, hang it's, on. Actually ringing. it's actually ringing. Will he answer? Hello? Hello, is that uh, Geeky Tom? Yeah, hi. Hi. Oh, Christ, it's you. Yeah, it's me and Paul Terry, and you're (sighs) putting on your sick voice. Mate, I'm properly ill, dude. Oh, dude. What's wrong with you, man? I've got a flu, man. It's it's strange you got flu the same week you get an Xbox and GTA. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you got got that on... (laughs) You got that on Tuesday, didn't you? Yeah. The line's getting a bit hazy. I can't no, hear. No, hang on, very quickly. We've had an we've had an email from Dwayne in Cork complaining about you, Tom. Would really? you like to apologise to him? I don't know what have I done. Cut him off. <laughs> cut him off. Go on, cut him off. He's gone. Good. He would have tried to hang up on us this week. I'm not letting him do it. That's, I love. Uh, I love the. Uh, oh yeah. Is that is that work phoning uh, me up? Hello. Oh, there's a phone. There's a phone ring. It might be work. Hello. <laughs> yeah. What a baby. Anyway, let's let's not dwell on that idiot and that loser any longer. Listeners, you have my uh, sincerest apologies. But let's talk about the television show Lost, for that's what we're here for. It's another Jack flash forward this week. But let's start with the events at the beach where Jack getting poorly seems to confuse Rose. The day before we were all supposed to be rescued, the person that we count on the most suddenly comes down with a life-threatening condition and you're chalking it up to bad luck? Well, what are you saying? That Jack did something to offend the gods? 
When people get sick, Rose. Not here. Here, they get better. So, now, Jack has got sick on the island. It didn't, this didn't occur to me till Rose mentioned it. Obviously, this is an obvious thing. How come he's getting sick when everyone else is getting well? Exactly, and it didn't occur to me either. And uh, surely this has to do with a lot of the uh, other survivors saying, are we supposed to leave? Is what we're doing correct? Should we trust these people who are going to say they're going to rescue us? And if he's defying all of that and going, well, we're going to, we're getting on the helicopter, we're going, then yeah, maybe as Bernard says, Bernard says uh, the gods are telling him something. Well, because we know from the the, the flash forward at the end of the last series that, that Jack uh, comes around to thinking he shouldn't have left the island. Yeah. Is that an indication that maybe he's meant to stay on the island? The fact that he's getting ill on the island, perhaps he's he is meant to stay there. Or I don't know. I think all... I think that's a good reading, or, or at least that the decisions that he's made at this point in the story aren't the right decisions, and that and he's being affected and punished with appendicitis, which is you know fairly harsh. Uh, well, fairly harsh, but it means we get an excellent operation scene <laughs> going on, which, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. The operation scenes in television shows like this are always... It feels a little bit of a of a cop-out to me. Of course he's good. How, how can he have his guts ripped open and watch the operation himself? Well, there's like, yeah, he's the superhero of the uh, of the show in some regards. And um, yeah, but, I thought that was a nice turn, actually, that Juliet just says, oh, for crying out loud, yeah. Bernard, knock him out. But he's maybe knocked him out. I know? guess this means, that this is proof, if proof need be, that we can now trust Juliet 100%, because they're... they're I love her. Yeah, I've up said until it. recently there was still some debate about whether she was trustworthy or not, but I guess this proves that she is completely trustworthy. But it's that whole bit when she said about, you know, who loves who, and then she said, I know that you're awake, and you think, oh, mm. that's just... Because I think that she... I don't know if she loves Jack, but she's clearly got a lot of affection for him. Why was she know? shaving him? Because, he's, as we saw, he's completely <laughs> smooth. He's oh. like Action Man. No, maybe he was he shaved for the operation, and then he thought... In, like in the future, look. I like the look. I'm going <laughs> to keep it super smooth. And now, uh, when uh, while they're getting equipment at the medical station, Jin uh, discovers that Charlotte can speak Korean, and he spots this because there are four close-ups of her looking at him as he's speaking he Korean. He spotted the close-ups, didn't he? Yeah. He spots the close-up. <laughs> I thought they hammered that home a little bit too too heavily for the viewer, but m- maybe they need to because some people watching it are stupid, including uh, Geeky Tom. <laughs> Any relevance to the fact that she can speak Korean and the fact that she was hiding it? Well, I think Charlotte, uh, we hardly know anything about. We've seen the archaeology bits and pieces with the polar bear in Tunisia and stuff like that and I think that if you've got an interest in that side of life Mm. you know you've got a kind of globe trotting side to your personality so maybe in fact I've just thought of this um, Naomi can speak more than one language she can speak about five can't she when she crash landed she had all those you know hallucinations yeah not hallucinations, There's a bit of Portuguese but, um, going yeah, on. Yeah, she in was there. in a bit of a fever and she was kind of gabbling different yeah. languages. So maybe that's related because she's from the freighter team. Well, but but Korean is significant, isn't it? Because uh, of course, because sure. yeah. of course, Jin and Son and uh, Son's dad is Korean, which makes me think that maybe in the past she's worked for Son's uh, Son's dad in some capacity. Has been. I don't, I don't know quite what he'd want, but you know, and again, we've not even talked about this. I don't think Son's dad could be in with yeah. Widmore looking for the island. They could yeah. be working uh, as a team, and that's not been mentioned at all. But we know that Son's dad has got more to do with it than, yeah. than there's been let on so far. Absolutely. No, I think it's, that's a uh, perfect tie-up of all the. Uh, can, scenario. can I put forward something that's slightly off, off, off topic? But Charlotte, I, I'm not really a big fan of. When she was speaking Korean, I found her quite sexy. 
Yeah, do you know what I mean? There was there was something the, about it. Yeah, but it's the Korean thing. You, you do like sun rather a lot, so maybe there's like just the. Although she's getting pregnant. Did you close your eyes and go, "Oh, it's sun with a different accent"? No, I just thought she looked really pretty when she was speaking Korean. I don't know. This, I, maybe I should I should talk to but my counselor about this. Love the Daniel bit when Daniel attempts to go for her and go. Oh, it's your attitude. You're just making people. We angry. we've heard it's been mentioned before. I think it was Naomi. I'm not sure that Daniel is a, is is mental. Is it? It's been wow. implied that he has the ability to lose his temper, and you kind of see him getting. Close to doing it and then reeling himself but back he's, in. But he's really lovely, isn't he? He's really sort of friendly and I, I, I'm still, I'm trusting Daniel Faraday. All I the way. think Daniel can. He's got, at some point he's going to explode. I reckon maybe in the in the finale, during knife to throat, kind of like lock style. Oh, I reckon, tree. I reckon he's a, he can be a nasty piece of work because he's being very charming and he's very bumbling and he's always a physicist. Always oh, lovely. I reckon he's going to go bonkers at some point. Mm, okay. Now Jen orders uh, Charlotte to uh, make sure that Sun gets off of the island. Um, which I so, so Jin is Jin actually dead? I know there's a gravestone that they go to, but does Jin die or does Jin just stay on well, the island? A lot of fans online are debating that whole thing about. I think we said it a few weeks ago whether they were putting on an act to keep up the pretense that mm. you know yes the six are only the six that survived and they have to visit the grave to make the press think that you know yada yada. So um, we don't know at this point whether that's even going to mm. pan out that he's actually dead or not. So. But I love the fact that we saw uh, that side of Jin again. We've not seen it for a while. The whole, the, the you know, nasty side, yeah. the, the brutal side. I the, will break know. his fingers one by one. Yeah. I pay top dollar to see yeah. that. I, I don't know if he's done any of those like thrillers, like Korean thrillers like that. He'd be great in that. The mm. whole hitman well, thing. A bit of, uh, I'll do some IMDb later on. We'll find nice. out. Now, nice. there are four episodes left of this season. The, the last two uh, being a, a double bill finale. Do you think? Are we going to see the Oceanic Six leaving the island? I think we poss- possibly will. Well, the at producers, the end of this have, yeah, the producers Damon and, and Carlton have said how everyone wants to see how the events tie up. How do we've been talking about the Oceanic Six? How do they get off the mm. island? So he said that's what we're we're powering towards. So that's so going to happen at the end of this series. That's what he says we're going to see. So it would, it would make sense. I think it would. <coughs> excuse me. It would be unfair to drag it over to another series because the whole series has been about the Oceanic Six. Yeah, and it ties things up beautifully to the end of season three, where we had the first glimpse that people got off the island with uh, right, well, Kane Jack. Here's, so yeah. here's the question, Paul Terry of the official Lost magazine how the hell are they going to get off? Well, it's, it's got involved the helicopter okay, what somehow. Do, what have we got? Yeah, we've got a freighter, we've got a helicopter, we've got uh, any other boats. They're not got all good. The, the, um, the Oceanic 6 uh, and the Oceanic 6 aren't all going to fit on, on the helicopter, are they? Or are um, they? How big, well, how big is it? You've got... Maybe. Well, we've not we've not really seen like a suit. Well, we have seen it, but yeah, you could cram them in. But I don't know about you know weight, and I don't know about helicopters. Not Do really, you not know not about helicopters? I'm not, what have we got I'm not, them in for? I I'm not, 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 not aviation. Uh, All right, so I interrupt you. So, so what have we got? We've got a helicopter. We've got a freighter. Uh, there's possibly another ship beyond the freighter. That's been hinted at, hasn't it? That there's something out was there. Was it last week that Ben mentioned uh, Desmond's boat? When he was talking about how he got off the island, which yes. obviously he was lying about, because yeah, yeah. you saw him sort of with his steam and yeah. weird thing. Um, so that, that's boat. That's still around. There's the submarine, which well, I think is still around, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, which, you know, we talked a lot about that missing piece mini episode where Juliet sort of does the did he blow it up and there's also no. the space time machine that Ben is <laughs> oh, using yeah. to jump around oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> so there's plenty <laughs> of thing. ways for them. To, I, th- I reckon the submarine, because it. That hasn't been destroyed. Surely that hasn't been destroyed. I'd be very surprised if it has. I reckon that plays an integral part in uh, I, some of them getting off the island. I do want to see that referenced again because that was a very fleeting reference in the in the mini episode. So yeah, we want to see that again. Okay, uh, on to Jack's flash forward where we learn that at some point in the future, present day, whatever it is, he's living with Kate and uh, Aaron, 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 and that Kate. <laughs> It's Aaron, isn't it? It just annoys me, Aaron. And that Kate has been doing some uh, sort of chores for Sawyer. I made him a promise. 
matter. It doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with us. Then why won't you tell me? Because, because he wouldn't want me to. But he's not here, is he? No. No, he made his choice. He chose to stay. I'm the one who came back. I'm the one who's here. I'm the one who saved you. Now, what's the promise that Kate has made to Sawyer? I interpreted it, and see what you think, okay. as she has to go and make a payment to his daughter that we met, well, we haven't met, but that we've heard of, that that weird woman gave birth to. Well, it would make sense because a lot of the episodes do that thing where they show you island events and flashback or flash-forward events that are related thematically. And, you know, you've seen Sawyer with the baby and the whole parental thing in the, in the island stuff, and then you see, as you say, the flash-forwards with Kate being a parent. Mm. And so, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's surely related to... Um, him, uh, Kate helping Sawyer's uh, baby. The was it Cassie? C- Cassie, Cassie, yeah, Cassie, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. and, but the weird thing is the way that she says to Jack, "Oh, he wouldn't want me to tell you." Because well, yeah, that's, you, you've just got engaged to Jack, for God's sakes, woman. Come on, you open know, up trust. trust. <laughs> but, so, so that's that's curious and, what she's holding. And back. Jack says, well, hey, "Sawyer has made his decision to stay." Yeah, I thought that was quite exciting. Yeah. The, 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 the fact that possibly they were all given a choice whether to leave or stay. And if everyone is keen to get off the island, and if Sawyer is in love with Kate, why would he say, why, why would he stay? Exactly. Is it exactly. because they were they were told you can leave, but bad things will happen to you, well, or ben, bad things will happen to other people? Yeah. Didn't Ben talk to side about that whole thing? He said the last time you made a decision with the heart, so and so happened, which I guess was was mm. foreshadowing um, the uh, oh, what's his oh, wife girlfriend uh, called? Uh, sorry, uh, Nadia. Yeah, Nadia. All that stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, maybe there was some kind of gun-to-head choice moment. I, don't, thing, I, think it's, I think it's different from a gun-to-head. I think it's more of a kind of you, yeah, sorry, you can go, but if you go, then Kate dies or something oh, like right, that. Right, you know, right, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 and not not her getting shot, but the, at some point in three years' time, she'll die or something like that. You have to like give that. something up huge. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But I, I get the impression that, that that Sawyer certainly is still alive, but which makes me wonder whether that, whether Jin is still alive on the island. Cool, uh, but also it's frustrating for um, Kate. I think you know, just talking from the other point of view, because Jack with her and mm. you think well she, she's made the choice she just got engaged to you and I, I know what you're saying about the trusting but Jack seems to be getting the old uh, well that's where he starts becoming a boozer knocking the old uh, shandies back a bit of a druggie now Jack makes the point that Kate isn't related to Aaron and the way he said it implied he knows that Aaron is his uh, nephew I suppose it would be do you think I, I didn't get that at all did you not no I just think he was mouthing off about the fact that it's Claire's baby. Really? Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, well, let's stop arguing about it. Let's just have a listen. If you have problems, you need to figure them out. All right, because I can't have you like this around my son. Your son. You're not even related to him. There we go, Paul. You've heard it. I stick to my argument. What do you make of that? Yeah, I'm not convinced. No. You just heard it, though. No, but it's, it's, you're, it's a pause in acting. I don't think it's necessarily saying that he knows that, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying. There is a pause there, but... Okay. Paul little Aaron. We also see uh, Hurley in the flash forward, and he's apparently still seeing a lot of uh, dead Charlie. He's got a message to pass on to Jack. You're not supposed to raise him, Jack. Does that make any sense? No, that doesn't make any sense. You think he means Aaron? Take your meds, Hurley. Just take them. Hey, Jack. Charlie said someone's going to be visiting you, too. Soon. So the message from Charlie is, you're not supposed to raise him. I love it when he goes, does that mean anything to you? No. Well, yeah, well, yeah, of course it does. It's, it's the kid that he's not supposed to. We, we, we get it. 
Uh, is he not supposed? Why would he not be supposed to raise him? I get this. It's all very confusing, but I get the feeling that that Jack has somehow has bro- has created a time paradox. He's he's, do- he's broken he's a law of time. He's messing with destiny. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he shouldn't be. He should perhaps still be on the island, and maybe Sawyer should be off the yeah. island. It's all very confusing. But I th- no, I think that's it. I think you've pretty much summed it up. I think that you know there was that episode way back, what season one called Raised by Another. Mm. There's a Claire episode and. The whole thing about that was the baby. You must raise the baby. The, the, the so, psychic says you yeah. must raise. Uh, you must raise Aaron. So it's obviously important who does raise Aaron. Why yeah. though? Is, is he going to be like a special baby? Is there going to be in ten years' time uh, a lost spin-off and it's Aaron <laughs> like traveling <laughs> yeah. through time solving crimes kind of thing? <laughs> you know, is he? Is, is he? I mean, he's the only baby that's been born on the island. Uh, and and yeah, survived so, childbirth. So, so maybe that's maybe, maybe there's that's some it. significant thing. Yeah, maybe that is literally it. That is the first the first baby ever, ever, ever over all the decades or however long you know the island's been going around and doing its thing. That mm. that's the first time that the baby's been uh, been born as far. I felt a bit sorry for Hurley. He's, I, he's obviously gone bonkers. But I love I love that seeing that him different in that scene, seeing him really, really mm. not messed up, not nice to see. But it's it's cool to see Jorge it's, it's doing cool different Jorge. acting chops. You know, uh, and, and he, he tells Jack we're dead. All the Oceanic Six are dead. We never got off the island. That's kind of... Is he saying that because he's mental? Uh, Unlikely, I think. Uh, Is he actually seeing Charlie? Why does he think that? Well, I think it's a little... It feels like a little bit of a nod to a lot of the fans who talked about the purgatory thing and about maybe they're all dead. Like Mm. another reference to that, but... I like the fact that he mentioned Charlie again, as in he's seen him more than once. So Charlie still feels like part of the show in a way, but it's... I think that's... um, I don't know, it's... Hurley's obviously feeling really persecuted by the fact that he's now on the mainland and not on the island anymore, and he's questioning everything, questioning why they left, maybe, and... But then, this is really is confusing, because he said Jack, which is set before this or after... No, it's before this, when he said, I'm sorry, I went with Locke. So yeah. he feels like he's done another U-turn and gone back the other way and feels like he shouldn't have left, so... Yeah. It's all a bit flip-flop. <sighs> yeah. it, it, the the Im- implication seems to be that, that, that pretty much, apart from Kate... Bad things have happened yeah. to the Oceanic Six. She's, she seems okay. In, for I mean, now. The, the furthest, the furthest forward we've seen. Well, we'll go through the timeline in a second. But oh, the yeah. furthest forward we've seen was at the last episode of the last series, where Jack's is all, Jack's all bearded up, tries to kill himself, and he's on drugs and booze. And she seems to be quite sorted. Yeah. So, it, it, and, and obviously, Sider has, has had uh, Nadia uh, killed, and, and Hurley's gone bonkers, and um, Sun, you know, has, has lost um, lost Jin. So, bad things seem to have happened to the Oceanic Six. Which is, un- yeah. Now you've listed it. It is a bit. Un- Unusual that Aaron and Kate have been unaffected, effectively. Maybe Aaron's like the golden child, you know. And well, maybe the, they are supposed to be together then. Maybe they are, Kate and Aaron are supposed yeah. to be pseudo mother and son. Charlie tells Hurley to tell Jack that he's going to get a visitor soon. And then he sees his dad. That was wicked. So but good. It, it, this is the thing, you know, I'm always slightly wary of hallucinations. Um, by the way, isn't it better doing this without Tom? <laughs> I, I don't think we need him again. It's, we'll it, phone him up in a bit. And it's, tell very, him. it's very rapid. Yeah, it's good. Carrying through. Yeah. Are, hallucinations? Are they real? I can't. I cannot fix on the, the whole. They, they are all hallucinations. Shtick. Mm. Can't can't be getting with that. I don't. I can't explain what they are yet, or how they even manage to manifest themselves in front of other people. Charlie, Christian Shepherd, or if they're different, but they cannot be hallucinations. That mm. would just be. It, it doesn't make cheap. any sense, does it? Yeah. Okay, let's very quickly work out the timeline of where this episode takes place, do you think? Um, it's obviously it's obviously before the last episode of the last series. Where is it in relation to uh, Hurley going to visit Sun? Um, I can't, I can't um, quite hang on. place that, because she has the baby. I'm guessing it is 
before he goes darker and goes you know, more introvert. Must it must be surely because how well, I don't know. Maybe we're going to see him have some renaissance and you know sort himself out and go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to uh, Korea and visit some. Uh, okay. Well, listen, the, the, Miles, uh, Claire, and Sawyer. I'm 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 falling for Miles. I think he's a fantastic character. I wasn't so sure to start with. I think he's pretty cool now. He's brilliant. Uh, I love that whole repartee with him and Sawyer. It's brilliant. Uh, and uh, well, he d- he does that thing where he finds. Well, we know that um, Rousseau is dead. Oh, that he was, finds oh, her cool. God. That was a genuine disappointment. But that was yeah, but that was really really harsh. They were literally are grey and decomposing and, and bloody and buried. And, yeah, and, yeah. That me, was quite Megan. quite quite grim. I thought. I, I thought he was going to find um, when he had that moment. He heard. The weird voices. Who's Danielle? There was a flash. Did we pause the flash? Did anyone pause the flash? There's no. like a, f- a couple of free frames that I saw blink up when he was doing that. Really? Th- yeah. You know when he paused, there was definitely a kind of. Oh, we'll have a look in at the that. edit. Yeah. Someone, someone Google that or something. But yeah, no, I thought. No, Paul Terry. You Google All right. it. I'm gonna damn For goodness sake. Don't <laughs> yeah. tell them what to do. You do Can it. Can I find Tom and demand that he Googles it from no, his deathbed? No, I don't want to speak to that All loser. Right. Um, but yeah, the. Uh, that whole scene, I thought he was going to find a satchel or a bit of cloth or something to find the dead bodies yeah. really badly buried. It was just really shocking. Yeah. And, and, and Claire has a vision. In uh, What is it? She wakes up and her dad's there. <laughs> yeah. Christian, Christian Shepherd is there. It seems like he's just visited the island for a, for a short break. And she yeah. nicks off with him, leaves the baby in the woods. I, I would be surprised if we don't, uh, if we don't see her again. Well, We don't I'm, see her till the very last episode. What, of the entire show? Of, the, of this series. Of oh, this series. Yeah. Because she's, she's gone off with her dad now. But then what's going on with that? I mean, Well, I don't know. I don't understand. Nah, but, uh, uh, but why leave the baby? That's Ma- the maybe thing. they're in purgatory. No, <laughs> no, I'm jo- I joke, of course. But well, why exactly? Why leave the baby? Because that's, that, that's mean, a big thing. Leaving the baby next to Sora and Miles, you know, that's fine-ish. Because, mm. you know, at least they'll wake up and baby's there. But the baby was a good hundred yards away by a tree on a, a, strange on a little do, kind of it? presentation leaf. Um, also, they bump into um, Frank. Ah, oh, Lepidus. I like Frank. I love Frank. He's a good fella. Jeff, uh, he... Is he, really, is he really the lawnmower man? It's Jeff A. Because yeah. I, I can't picture him. As... Uh, someone said to me the other day, who's that man? I just said, cover everything up except for the eyes. Oh, well, <laughs> oh except for the microphone. Except, yeah. except for the microphone, yeah. Now, he warns them that Kimi is coming and he's going to kill them all. Yeah. Now, I, I, I thought they were all dead, all those soldiers, with the smoke monster. They've obviously escaped them. Only one bloke seems to be particularly badly injured Well, we didn't really get a handle on how many people there were attacking Ben and that in Kimi's the, in the house. So I thought he'd be dead. I think a couple would have probably been picked off by the smoke monster because it was massive. It was like a, a train, wasn't it? It was huge, so... But they're, they're, they're injured, they're stumbling around and Oh, one had like soot on his face Which may be Of course, when you're holding a bomb and it blows up Your head sticks up on end, you have a sooty <laughs> face And your clothes are in, in tatters Classic but listen, brothers, we, yeah. I, I think we have a call on the lost line We've got Eden, who's got some theories about Charles Widmore Hello Eden Hi Eden, what have you got for us? By the way, Geeky Tom isn't here this week either He's ill Oh, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate indeed. <coughs> Strange this week he also got delivered an Xbox and GTA 4. I leave it to you to make your own decisions, Eden. Was that, was that your planning to keep him away? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give him anything. Eden, what have you got about Charles Widmore? Um, my theory is that he's the man in the coffin from the end of Series 3. OK, now interesting you say that, because I had a different thought. But go on, what, what makes you say that? OK, well, when Jack goes to the funeral, he's upset and suicidal because, well, I assume the man who just died was the last person who knew where the island was. Yeah. Well, I think at this point in the future, Ben has followed through with his promise to kill Penelope. Mm-hmm. This would therefore mean that Jack has no more relatives and Jack's the only one who attends the... So that Charles has no more relatives and Jack's the only one who attends the funeral. Right. So we hear from The Undertaker. But why would, why would Jack be going to Charles Widmore's funeral? Because um, Jack obviously wants to go back to the island. Um, as we saw this week of what he's... Um, Hurley... What? Calm down. Give me... Calm down. 
Give me a connection between Jack and Charles Widmore now. Um, well, Jack sees in the... Well, Charles Widmore planted the fake plane. But does Jack know about... Paul, j- jump in any time you want to dismiss yeah, I, this. I'm, I'm just trying to sort of diagnose what the hell is. So, okay, so you're talking about... Um, you're saying Charles Widmore's in the coffin. Yeah. And you're talking, and about, so, you're talking about Penny. You think uh, at this point in time, Ben has killed Penny. Penny, yeah. So How is that affecting Jack, in, in Charles's anger, he's gone off and killed Ben. But as you said last week, possibly Ben and Charles are each other's constant. If Ben dies, then Charles dies shortly well, after. Well, then let me put this to you. This was the thought I had during this episode. Yeah. And it, this did pop, occur to me. In the coffin, it's yeah. Ben. And Ben is the only way that Jack can get back to the island. Ah, oh, that would explain that why That makes we're so more upset. sense than Widmore, doesn't it, Eden? Well, Widmore, we, well, what if Widmore... There's a theory Sorry. that Widmore was on the uh, Black Rock. There so is a theory. I, I, the I came up with that theory. That's my theory, yes. Correct. Also, okay. also we, do we have any, any evidence or references that Jack even knows who Charles Widmore is? That Jack knows who he is? Do we, do we know that? or I don't think we do. Eden, defend, we, defend your weak argument. Come on, Eden. Well, this we, is your we project. don't know what happens when Jack coming off the island and this point in enough. time. Yeah, yeah that's, oh, fair. Okay. that's fair. Okay, well, that's, that's Eden there with uh, an interesting theory that, that Charles Widmore is in the coffin. Uh, hello, Paul. Hello there. I, I think you've got a, a conflicting theory about who may be in the coffin. Yes, I was wondering uh, if it would be Ben. This is what I've just said. I, I have just said this, Paul. Tell me why you think it could be. Well, um, I'm just thinking of all the different aliases that Ben's had. Mm. Uh, when we first met him, he was Henry Gale, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, and now he's travelling as Dean Moriarty, uh, which I don't know whether you know, it's a character from Jack Kerouac's novel On the Road. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know that. OK. We all picked up on the Moriarty as yeah, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I only picked nemesis. up on the Holmes okay. reference. All right, so yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Now, uh, we've seen that Ben's got uh, numerous passports. Um, now, I was wondering if one of his identities was the unfamiliar name that was on the uh, newspaper clipping that Jack had in the last episode of season three. Now, we never got to see that name clearly, did we? No, it, it appeared as though um, it, the first name began with a J mm. and the surname ended in Anthem. Oh. So perhaps Grantham or something. A Jamaican anthem? Le- I don't Leslie know. Leslie Grantham? There was, there was, there was, there was, it has been discussed here on this very show that, um, that it could possibly be Jacob in there. But just watching this episode today, there's something that made me think, I, it, it could be Ben in there, because Ben is off the island. He's yeah. travelling around doing quite dangerous stunts, for want of a better word. It's not actually stunts, he's getting people to kill people. But it, it makes sense. Paul, what do you think? Well, I, I think oh, that Paul, Paul Terry, sorry, not you, Paul. Paul Ter- <laughs> I do apologise. Yeah. That's confusing. Okay, Paul Terry. I, I, yeah, I think the Ben thing feels more natural than the Charles Woodmore thing from uh, from the previous caller. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Get get this, Paul, on the phone. The last caller, Eden Project. What a silly name that is. He thought it was Charles Widmore in the coffin. No, I wouldn't agree with that. Of course, you wouldn't, because nah. you're a sensible young man. <laughs> Paul, uh, have you got anything else for us? Um. Well, I was just thinking, as far as as, as the coffin went, there we saw that. Uh, Jack was feeling a bit suicidal at, at uh, the end of season three. Aye. He wants to go back to the island, doesn't he? Yes. And uh, um, as far as I could think, uh, Ben's the only one who actually knows how to get back to the island. Exactly. Exactly. Paul, I, Paul, I can't disagree with you. you we, we're, we're speaking from the stuff. same hymn book. Yeah. Paul, listen, man, thank you very much for that. Can I just g- give another quick point? Of course you can. Um, when uh, Ben arrived in the Sahara mm. last week's episode, yes. uh, we noticed at first that his teeth were chattering uh, and there was a brief cloud of condensation or steam around him. Yep. And as he's wearing a parka, 
I'm wondering if he's uh, travelling from somewhere cold. I, I, yes. To the island. Mm. Do you know what? This sounds like a cop out. I actually meant to say that last week and I forgot. Yeah. But, but it makes sense because, and of course, there is a polar or an Arctic base somewhere that's monitoring signals from that island, which we saw at the end of series two, is that's it? I'm right. guessing. And there are polar bears everywhere. So <laughs> clearly they. Paul, you, you, you speak a lot of repeat. sense. If, if Geeky Tom doesn't get well soon, you've got his job, my friend. Right, thanks. I, w- I was wondering if uh, actually it was after a penny. Because um, he said that he's going to uh, milk it. back down Penny. Yes. Um, after his meeting with Charles Widmore there, and we know that Penny's been in contact with that Arctic viewing station, and so has he been uh, looking for a. Could have gone there to try and bump her off. Mm. Paul, listen, thank you very much for that. We are going to cut you off now. Don't try and sneak another one in because there just ain't time for it. Uh, let's do a couple of emails very, very quickly. Uh, email from Scott. One thing that you may have missed from last week, in Ben's flash-forward he says to Widmore, you will never find the island. But if it is Widmore's freighter, then surely he has already found the island. But I, don't, I don't think we missed it, I think that it really wasn't worth mentioning, yeah, to be right. Uh, an email from Dharma Farmer. In last week's episode, we saw the dead body of Dr. Ray with a slit throat and a wound on his right cheek with some stitches in it. However, the last time we saw him alive with Side and Desmond on the boat, in the exact same place there is what appears to be a much older wound with no stitches. So what do you make of this then? I'm not. What do you make of it, Paul? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I thought he was going to say, but last time we saw him, he was fine. Is Dharma Farmer saying that, that, that the doctor died a long time ago? I, well, he's, the whole time thing gets so confusing. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's just the calendar. There's the something calendar's there. throwing me on the phrase. There's something totally. there, Dharma Farmer. Do please uh, get back with uh, and let us know exactly what you mean. If you want to get in touch, either on the Lost line uh, or via email, then drop us a line. Lost at sky1.co.uk. Lost at sky1.co.uk. Obviously put down what you want to talk about uh, and what your theories are. Uh, Paul, thank you very much for that. Thank you very much. Can we very quickly, can we just phone Geeky Top up we, one yeah. more time? Let's just, let's just let let's him know and, that we don't need him anymore. He doesn't need to turn up next week. Because I, I think that just the two of us, it's, it's kind of smooth, it's a bit slicker, it's funnier. It's spicier. It's, it's sexier. Yeah. It's, I'm feeling horny. Yeah, it's warm in here. Yeah. I bet you won't answer the phone now. Do a different voice, do a different voice. Go on, you do it. He's not going to answer. What? He's at Tom. Hello? Is that Tom? Yeah. Uh, I, we need to talk to you, man. It's It's been too long. Okay. Uh, oh, forget it. <laughs> Tom, we, we don't want you back. Up yours. You didn't sound Cut ill. Cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. <laughs> There we go, that's all we need. Paul, thank you for bothering to turn that up this week. That was not an ill voice the second no, time round. Totally that, that was him thinking his, his dealer was calling up. Uh, join us again straight after episode 11, Cabin Fever, Sunday, May the 18th at 9pm on Sky One. I'm Ian Lee, that was The Lost Initiative. All together now, Namaste. The Lost Initiative is a co production for Sky One.